Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> that intro, man. Gets me right every time. Yes, How you been? Uh, shoot, on my deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've been sick all week. Yeah. Yeah, but, me and uh, you both. I'm on the upswing, so that's, that's good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, feeling a little down bad last Halloween, or on Halloween. Uh, quick recovery, though. Um, but yeah, man. Um, shout out to y'all for listening. Share the blurs as always. Um, back on our bi weekly recording shit. Uh, before we start, uh, prayers to everybody who, I guess, was involved with the Afro World, um, Astro World Fest, um, deaths and things like that. Um, I feel like the past couple of weeks we've been talking about like music festivals and stuff and. Oh, I want to go to this concert, and it just reminded me of that childish concert we went to. Mm-hmm. It was like people were pushing, like that was my only experience with that type of thing. But um, you know, as people get back into the world and do these things, I just you know to urge everybody to be safe and you know travel in groups and do what you can to make it home from these things, man. Because it's you know it's supposed to be fun, and I don't want to start the pod too heavy, but. Um, Sarah from uh, Easton Beach, she actually posted a festival like survival kit thing. Not to say like in this context, but just like, you know, making sure you're hydrated and things like that. Um, and, you know, it's like, oh, uh, you don't want to be uncomfortable. But I think in situations like this, like being hydrated is really important. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Um, I just wanted to address that. Um, I didn't really want to spend too much time on it because um, it just happened and things are still being developed around it. But, um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Everybody deserves to enjoy uh, those type of events. But uh, at least now, maybe there can be some awarenesses to uh, try not to go to these things alone. Mm-hmm. Try not to go to these things if you're just getting off of a surgery or some type of specific illness. Just you never know what's going on around you. And then, like, I feel like I'm lucky enough to not just be someone that's like super small. I am short, but like, I feel yeah. like I've been in situations that, like, that concert you mentioned, and then a Playboy Cardi concert where it's like I did actually like fall down and like lose a oh. shoe and like. Uh, at the Cardi concert, like I, mm-hmm. like it was to the point where like I didn't have to stand up my own weight if I didn't want to, because there was so many people pushing left and right. It was just like a mm-hmm. big like, you know, the feeling of being in the lake. Like it was like yeah. that. Like it just felt like that at a certain point. And I'm like, you know, I was with a friend who's similar size to me, and then also like, I was like, man, if I was alone and like just small or like just off a certain drug or something, I could have gotten seriously injured and like not noticed yeah. until leaving or whatever and this is a small indoor venue so i can't imagine these you know something like that yeah well, yeah and i've been at bigger ones too where it's like it's just too much going on but it was also you know luckily more tame of a crowd i don't mm-hmm. think the lala crowd was like dangerous <laughs> luckily but yeah either no, way, I just you know plan these things out more uh carefully and yeah, prayers up to anybody that was there or know somebody that wasn't that in the mix. But um, mm-hmm. with that being said, welcome to episode 70 of For the Blurreds, your bi-weekly dose of anime gaming and 
video game or anime gaming and music news from mm-hmm. two favorite Midwest blurs. <laughs> and as always, we're going to kick it off with the music that we've ingested in the past uh, a week and week and some change. Yeah, man. Um, so <laughs> I've been <laughs> consuming an unhealthy amount of Wu-Tang. Mm. um so you know the hulu show is out and i finished the second season of that then i started listening to 36 chambers protect your neck um watching documentaries and my girlfriend was like i'm sick and tired of this wu-tang shit Take it off. <laughs> um but uh i won't play anything um because i haven't found anything any gems yet not saying sure. there's not i just haven't found any um but I, I will say, walking away from this, obviously, I think Method Man is a f- easy favorite for people. But I, I kind of like Inspector Deck. Um, okay, that's cool. I think the show made me like his personality, and then like watching the documentaries, I'm like, well, they really captured him and like his style is like really cool. Mm. Um, and also, I think gained the appreciation for Raekwon and his music mm. too. So that's yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's a good breakdown of that. Because uh, then. As I get into them myself and watch the documentaries, and cause I want to do the same type of deep dive. I just you, your push definitely helped because I I've always clicked <laughs> past it like when am I going to start this? But I wanted to be intentional about it. Uh, so it's a yeah, great we'll, time now. We'll yeah. see uh, who I start to gravitate towards and what things I start to appreciate, and maybe when we both come out of this, the uh, rumored video game will also <laughs> come to fruition as well. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um. In a similar vein, I um, stumbled onto the Kenny Mason radio on Spotify. Mm. And that shit did not disappoint. Um, So, obviously, Kenny was on there, Paris, Texas. But then it took a Benny the Butcher um, spin, a couple of Alchemist songs. Uh, Zach Fox was on there. I don't know if you listen to him at all. Yeah. If if he comes across, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's not like a. I don't think he's a real artist. He drops a song every blue moon, and it's usually a little funny or something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was cool. Um. So if you're a Kenny fan or any of those people, I would suggest listening to uh, Kenny Mason Radio. Um. And Paris, Texas dropped an EP. I don't know if you got the chance to listen to that. Mm. Uh. Yeah, it's called Red Hand Akimbo. It's five songs, uh, about 12 minutes. And um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't give it the best of listens because I actually found it kind of late. <laughs> and I was listening to all this Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but the one song I would suggest is um, mm-hmm. Girls Like Drugs. I actually heard that, I think, before this dropped. Okay. So it probably came out before Lollapalooza because I remember they were like dropping little snippets and stuff. Nice. Um and so, yeah, I'll play a little bit of that. Got another one. If you bad, let me love you. 
N.E.R.D. vibes? Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> like a uh, lap dance type shit. Yeah, you can get this lap crazy. dance here for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, um, that was really cool. Yeah, I love it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking up what akimbo means with hands on hips and elbows turned outward. You never... Hmm. Uh, uh, you <laughs> akimbo was brought to light to all of us on uh, Modern Warfare 2 on Call of Duty. That's when you had uh, two, two pistols. Got it. Okay, yeah. I'm looking it up now. Cool, cool, cool. Got it. Hmm. Cool. Um. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll toss it to you. I'm just picturing holding two big old desert eagles <laughs> at the hip. Just oh man. Uh yeah. So my music intake before I was super down bad with every single COVID symptom, but luckily it was not. <laughs> COVID, yeah. yeah, it was not that. Um, I was realizing, and I meant to talk about this last episode, but my, um, well, what I call my fire emoji playlist on Spotify is is officially outdated. Like, damn, yeah. On one yeah. hand, I was, I mean, I catch myself doing it all the time, where like I might be not alone and having to use that playlist, whether like we're taking a quick trip to like a, a bar downtown or something, or. I'm with friends and we just need a couple of tracks before we head out, whatever. And I'm shuffling through that playlist. And I'm like, dang, I don't care about these songs, but <laughs> I know there's way better like turn up stuff. I just haven't bothered to like add stuff to it or the albums that I've bumped. Like I do, I wasn't paying attention to like the one or two songs that mm-hmm. were worth going in here. And this is not in here. And I was like, I'm officially just, yeah, I, I'm that guy with the outdated fire emoji playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but now that I've been in the gym, I've been using Spotify's like get t- get turned playlist as like a starting point and trying to pay more attention to my Discover Weekly. So I was I was getting a, a track or two to add to there. So that was kind of springboarding me to other stuff. Um, I did notice that IDK dropped uh, the deluxe version of the use for yourself album i had posted that mm-hmm. on our ig recently um i listened to maybe two tracks that weren't on the original and they were pretty fire um but i'm gonna deep dive it again but i'm glad it's out there because the i think the regular version of the album is like all the songs in order and then all the instrumentals right after it but this one mm-hmm. is like songs and then the deluxe songs which is better like i'm glad the instrumentals are like somewhere else now um, yeah. But otherwise, okay. it's um, it's still, if not the best top two of the year for me as far as uh, rap is concerned for 2021. So if anybody missed use for yourself, please, please, please check it out. And then uh, beyond that, a friend of the a friend of the show reminded me that uh, I missed 
the Umi EP. She's a singer of mine that I really enjoy. Uh, I think there was a song or two that I already heard, but I didn't listen to the other half of it. And then I think just with our fan base and our subject matter, uh, there is a song that I think everybody will enjoy with there are some Japanese singing at the beginning. Uh, so my first offering is Sukita Kara by Umi. Okay, cool. Got that queued up. Basically, the English version and then the Japanese. I'm not sure. I didn't check it. I was like, I don't know if she's just word for word doing the English part, but this is great. Yeah. <laughs> but I was laughing to myself because I'm like, it feels like words I've heard in shows enough to where I should know yeah. what she's saying anyway. Besides the title, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sukita, I don't think I've heard Sukita's car before, but all the Boku was and. Yeah. Easy my demo. I'm like, I should know what she's saying by now. <laughs> but no, it was really cool. It was really smooth. Um, yeah, Umi's dope. A, I um, stumbled across her on YouTube a couple of times. Mm-hmm. There's another, I think it's from 2019. Uh, I just mm-hmm. s- slipped past uh, listening to a couple of the tracks. But yeah, there's a good, like, you know, mental health awareness kind of song on there. There's uh, kind of like a breakup song. Featuring Yeek, uh, another R&B artist that might be familiar to a few. But yeah, it's it's a nice uh, four-track stretch. I think it's very timely if anybody's missed it. A uh, good, hmm. good fall song. But yeah. And then the other... I guess I'll do an EP to keep on that wave. But there was a, a Big Sean and... Mm, dang, I forget which DJ it was, but he dropped a small, like, five-track thing as well that I was hoping there would be one track on there for the fire emoji playlist, but uh, I wasn't, like, Hit super... Boy. Yeah, it was, uh, thank you, a Hit Boy joint uh, EP. Um, it wasn't bad, but 
it wasn't great. It's there. Mm-hmm. I know there's some like people that are hot on Big Sean, so if any, if they missed it, they might gravitate towards this. But anybody that's not, this isn't about to sway you necessarily. Like it was, it was okay. <laughs> okay. He, he tried to hit a note here and there. He, you know, didn't try to bar us to death. But the, all the, I think all the beats were good. Um, and nothing was sounded weird. It flowed together well. But uh, yeah, so I guess if you're just hurting for some listen to it's there, but it's also not gonna wow you necessarily. Ooh, I don't the even, yeah, meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> when was the last time he dropped? No, he dropped in a pandemic last year, so he's not necessarily Detroit Two was yeah twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this okay. was called What You Expect, which is uh, apt. <laughs> this, was, this was yeah. This yeah, was I, I was about to say, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I think That's this low-key solidified that I'm just not big on 42 Doug. Also, because I think he's on track five, and I was like, this whole mm. song is great. You don't even sound bad. You're just not necessarily for me. But no, uh, yeah, there's this track that. five called uh, Offense. Yeah, just mm-hmm. yeah. Um. And then let's see, where did I take it to? An album I listened to was uh, Gumbo by Pink Sifu. Mm-hmm. I wanted to introduce it last week, but I didn't get very far. I was like, let me make sure I get through all of it. And uh, the theme of the, the project was this is what Gumbo sounds like. And so I was mm-hmm. kind of keeping that in mind throughout the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, this is fair. <laughs> this, is, this is probably what Gumbo sounds like. Uh, anybody that's like an Isaiah Rashad fan will really enjoy this. Um, shoot. If you, I don't know, if you like the soulful blends that go into hip hop elements or like kind of those like jazzy beat tape kind of things. You'll enjoy this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pink Sifu just, he slides through different sounds, but doesn't make it seem like he's stretching mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like, uh, there's multiple projects in one. It, it does feel like, it does feel like what gumbo is like, yeah, like different you got sausage shrimp. Yeah, you got different types of foods just coming together and doing the right thing with some heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it, 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 it was that. Uh, and it was comforting at times. It was like cool little interludes about family and life and that sort of stuff. Uh, if I had to offer anything off of it, track five, Bussin, is either something you've already heard, would like to hear, but it also speaks to kind of how most of this sounds. Um, cool. Oh wait, <laughs> is this where this came from or no? Maybe.
I think about it, I don't think this is where I think this is a not to that because I think I found that song on accident one day. The the TikTok instrumental. Yeah, tell them what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that one day random. I was like, oh, oh yeah, shit, this is Coach yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but uh, when you hear yeah, in a snippet, you forget, and it's like <laughs> it, it feels like it. And you're like, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm a. This is the project I think I've been looking for for no. Nah, it was fire. I just didn't want to introduce like, oh, I've heard some of it because it's all really, really good. And that's a lot of names on here. It's re- it's all really, really good. Um, hmm. what else do I have? Um. I might say that for another week, depending on what else you got to play. Uh, um, no, th- I think those are uh, fine offerings for this week. I know we're not. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I could table everything for another time, too. Because, yeah, I think next week we'll uh, do Summer Walker. And then there's a Uzi song I heard that wasn't bad, but table that for next week. Yeah, cool. Sound like a plan. Cool. Play me in. Let's go. Yes, sir. A little eager beaver on the outro, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like sushi? Uh, yeah, I would say like. I, I would keep it at that level. I'm not like okay. wild about it. Yeah, because I think no, I've been this... on like a sushi date and haven't really had it since. Yeah, got it. Oh, uh, there's this thing out here called trap sushi. Um, mm-hmm. Is I mean, they use anime to advertise it to Ooh. a trap song, so I'm imagining what it's going to be. I'm like, I want to go for the vibe, but I don't really like sushi. Unless they got some tempura, I'm kind of off it. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm I like, gravitated more towards the, the, the fried options, too. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a, there's a role for me. I just haven't found it yet. Because mm. I think I'm just not wild about the... Um, the combination of what? What's the paste part of it? There's like a paste oh, that they um, typically do. Wasabi, also, yeah, wasabi paste. 
cucumber and something else for like part of the typical rolls and I'm like, uh, one of these needs to not be here and I might <laughs> start start jamming here, but uh I'll figure that out eventually. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Well yeah, man. Uh I feel like we've watched a lot. So I did not talk about Promise Neverland last week. I thought you did a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just still on this list. Um cool. Well then uh yeah, we still got a lot to talk about. Um Did you get any you further? Cuz I tried to read a little bit further too. Oh, no, I finished it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I uh, then, then let's just wait on me then. Cuz I think okay. I'm dedicated to reading it cuz I'm I guess you can under you might not you might not even know anything I'm on, but so I think No, yeah, cuz I watched curious point. Um I watched some videos about So it right now the kids it. are basically on their counter assault against the aliens. I'm sure they fought the aliens in the show at some point, right? Aliens or the demons? The demons, whatever they are. Okay, I was like, yeah. wait, aliens? I, sorry, they whatever. <laughs> um, wait, like they're kind of like who... they're kind of split up, and they're trying to figure out how to fight each of the demons because they got straps and they're trying to fight back now, and they like set up traps against them in the woods and. Somewhere in different spots, and <laughs> hey man, th- this season two must be ass. Like this shit is intense, bro. They're like split up in groups and trying to like lure the demons out to certain spots, and they're fighting. And some of them are blaming their helmets off and exposing their eyeballs so they can kill them. And no, they've killed like two demons. I think the whole show, like. In the hand to hand combat type shit. No, they got guns. They going to war right now. Guns, not arrows. <laughs> <laughs> no, these niggas got arrows, bro. This is what I was looking for. This is, this is, this is cause I, bro. I, I literally read like. This you don't is what know how I was com- hoping. <laughs> bro, I read like twelve chapters in two days. Like I went from like seventy nine to like eighty six, and I'm like, oh shit, this shit is intense. Like it's getting crazy. Uh like Emma is one V one with like the head demon at the at like the this camp that the kids established. Uh Lucas and some other kids set a trap for two of the other demons in this underground tree bunker thing and they like the demons got caught off guard, they did not expect the kids to be luring them somewhere and like Oh, you talking about when they put up in the hot air balloons? They ain't got no balloons. Not where I'm at. All I know is they're split up in groups and the demons split up. Everybody's got guns. Some people have special guns that are like were designed to knock the the metal plates off the demons heads. Um, Because this is when they just fight in or they trying to get to the other human side right now. Yes, both. Literally both. So it's like wrapping up then. I don't feel like they had guns on this part either, though. Yeah, no, and the Not book the it's kids. about both. Like Emma and Lucas are starting to discover like the clues that Minerva left. Mm-hmm. They're starting to figure that out, and then like as they're leaving, they thought they had an extra day to prepare their counter assault, mm-hmm. but the demons pulled up early, and so everybody's like, "Ah, shoot, we gotta get these guns and start executing our plans right now." So they all start, they all split up, and they start getting ready to fight back and. They're no, fight, so that's not how this fighting. happened. They basically was like, yo, 
one of the dudes who escaped with oh boy who mm, <laughs> you know who we thought was whatever but he not um they're starting to touch on norman as well too okay they're showing so yeah. where he was in that lab and the other experiments that were in there they're kind of talking about that a little bit so yeah i don't want to well i'm probably not gonna spoil for you but basically norman is with them and they kind of like plot in and mm-hmm. yeah they, they full-on attacking the demons in a spot with arrows that ain't nobody got no blick no, they got hella guns in the book, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, these kids got straps, bro. Like, they got straight up, there's like grenade launchers and pistols. And, no. Bro, they're, bro, they're like, we spent the last eight years designing these five bullets. Eight. And if we miss a shot, that's it. We've got five special bullets that can go right through these aliens' heads. And if we miss, we miss. And we've developed this bullet for eight years. Because them kids been hiding in the woods forever. Like it's 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 a whole nah, it's a like whole subplot, like bro. Nah, four dude. years tops. Nah, Lucas and them been in the woods grinding. Like, nah, <laughs> the woods grinding. hell nah. Yeah, the book gets deep. Nah, bro. yeah, this whole... is all wrong. They was only in the woods <laughs> for like a year or two, and then they had to relocate. Mm-mm, them kids, the not Emma and them obviously, but like the kids that were there already, the older kids, they were uh, they've been in there for a minute. Are the Lucas are, kids? Oh god, <laughs> bro! Wait, I a, thought Emma and them were the older kids. <laughs> no, nah, bro. There's this, there's this, there's this badass dude named Lucas. He's the older. Oh, but kid. you know what? Yeah, somebody said that we didn't even get to see him. There's Lucas. There's this black kid. There's you no. Know, it's a gang of them that been in the woods forever, trying to figure out how to fight the demons the whole time. Okay, yeah, no, they don't even introduce them. Yeah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Not until um, I not until I read all the way through. I've I've come to But far. I can tell you, yeah. but I told you I was like I was watching this, I'm like, uh this is a very long I'ma just call them PowerPoints from here on out. This is a very long PowerPoint. I'm like, y'all skipping some shit. I'm like, cause this show don't even move like this. Like y'all every every second has a purpose. And now there's a PowerPoint. And then at the end, it was kind of like that, too. And there was like, like the end end, they was like, oh, no, like this little one image is like a whole arc. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, I'm about so, to read it and then then I'll watch it. With no context, no man- manga, like it's probably a seven or eight out of ten, honestly, without knowing like the end was a, it felt a little rush without no context. But I'm sure if there's older kids who've been in like guns like like that changes the whole ending guns and a whole group of other kids like yeah and they start peeling back the mystery of what's going did they at least explain like uh minerva did they explain him yeah um and the concept of like the two families trying to keep peace with the demons and yeah he was basically trying to break the promise and all that shit and Okay. He was leaving clues for them to escape, and I'm telling you, when you well, you obviously know, but like me, kind of knowing that they skip some stuff, and just know how this goes. Watching it, you can tell. I'm like, oh, they skipping some shit. I can feel it, like, because <laughs> mm. this this like the show's flow kind of is disrupted. See, and the problem is coming off of a season one that was so suspenseful and detailed and emotionally gripping and intense. 
and they just shove you through the rest. Like, that's not cool. Yeah, I wonder why they did that. <sighs> that's Man. unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, I will make sure to circle back when you finish. Yeah, I might the, try to skim through some of it, too. It, it moves pretty quick. And uh, there's some good art. The Shout out to whoever illustrated it. The it, it's, it's some really good art, actually. I know I've actually this before, but what are you using to um, read manga again? Uh, are the are these things legal? <laughs> I'm gonna just type the link in the in the okay, chat. Okay, yeah, do that. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to be like because I, I don't pay for it. So, um, yeah, yeah. Send me uh, su- support yeah. your local support your local bookstores. I'm about to start buying some manga too now that I have a secure source to read. I'm gonna try to buy some as well and even this out because I do have comics that I buy and I, I used to rent a lot of this stuff from the library but uh, I'm, I'm going to try to support and have a proper bookshelf but uh, I will provide a link to my alternative means uh, after the show alright bet um, <clears throat> well I started watching oh this is on here twice I started watching No Guns Life is it the show with somebody whose head is literally a gun is that that one yes Mm-hmm. Okay, I watched it like before bed and I wasn't paying attention. It just kind of fell asleep. Uh, to talk to us about it. Yeah, that's kind of what happened to me too. Um, it's something about the animation mm-hmm. style. It's not like horny at all, but it, it makes me horny. I don't know. I've been trying to. Figure I think it I saw you tweet that or something. And I was so <laughs> dead. Like, you know that TikTok was like, "Don't it feel horny in here?" i'm like yo why am i like watching this because like it's real serious um but so basically there was some type of war at some point and hold on let me see if i can i'm skimming through images of the art style it's been a minute since i've looked at it yeah so yeah there's these people called like extended and like they basically turned them into soldier weapons and they were like mercenaries and like basically tools of the state type shit. Mm-hmm. And this is like the aftermath. And you basically have like human strength and like abilities and like there's drawbacks with like being so powerful. It looks like JoJo. Mm. I don't know if the same studio drew this because it looks like like the the lighting and the character builds <clears> like they're even just their lips. Like, it looks like JoJo, but... Um, so, that's kind of the vibe you get in, but it's also giving me, like, the Max Payne feel. Like, that's kind of what I'm getting from the main characters. Like, mm-hmm. Sin City detective type shit. Like, you know, don't be here when I get back. And, like, mm-hmm. the jazz saxophone is playing, like... So, it, it's pretty cool. Um three episodes i was like oh this is pretty good by the fourth episode i don't know if i was tired or not anime fatigue but just really wanted something different it just was Mm -hmm. a little boring so i haven't picked it up after like the third or fourth episode but i don't think it's a trash show i just think um i'm craving something different right now sure but um i would definitely say watch it um because it's a little mystery it's intriguing the style is good. Um, it seems like it has some cyberpunk, po- post-apocalyptic. No, it's, to it it's definitely little, got like yeah. um, 
potential. Mm-hmm. I know at one point I was falling asleep because like some crazy shit was happening. I'm like, oh, that's cool, but like, I need to. I, I remember the point where I was like, I need to rewatch this episode, but this seems pretty cool. So where does Gunhead um, play into all this? What's his deal? Or uh, he's deal? like the main character who's like somewhat of a detective. Like he's like strong as hell, and people know he's strong as hell, but like. He don't get the respect he deserves for some reason. I would hate to be that big, have a gun for a head, and be weak. I hope, I hope yeah. people know he's strong. <laughs> you know, um, you can't be built like that and be weak. Can you imagine um, being pushed around like <laughs> your head is a gun? Move over. Yeah, dude. so they're like going into his backstory and like trying to explain like something about him having the gun head is like real important, and everybody wants to pull his trigger. Is but, that a sexual like, thing? No, I think it has something to do with him being in the military and, like, I guess somebody used to something uh, about him. Because he keeps saying, I'm not a tool. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the whole thing with him is, like, doing things on his own terms. And, like, they've played around with the idea that, like, I'm so powerful, but I need somebody to pull my trigger to, like, reach max power. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's strong as hell. He's, like, busting niggas' ass. But, you know, to shoot at niggas, he need another person. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we haven't really got to see him in that action, which we might see at the end of the season. Somebody, like, using him as a gun and shit. But, um, so, yeah, uh, it's one of those shows where, like, you, you, the story is moving you, but you still don't really understand the story all the way yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think I'm like a couple of more episodes from really just understanding what the hell is going on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I did watch, um, unless you have any more questions about that. No, no, no. I did tap into uh, Tokyo, Tokyo Revengers last night because of you. That shit's pretty good. I'm not far at all, but cool. Uh, I liked it too. I literally was watching Bungo and Tokyo Avengers back to back just to see which one I was gonna like watch faithfully. Um, because they were just on my dock, and I was like, all right, one of these I'm gonna watch faster than the other. I don't know which one. Uh, which it one might is be pushing you? Because that's a weird mix. It is. They're yeah. They're not especially the first episode of Bungo. <laughs> yeah, Bungo's doing some things. Where I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? But then Tokyo's doing some stuff where I'm like, this is not the show I anticipated, but I am right. interested. Because there's been a buzz about Tokyo Avengers for maybe months now. And mm-hmm. I thought it was like just like six badasses doing badass things. I didn't think it was about a kid who's trying to learn how to control his time travel ability and prevent a murder. Like coming off the heels of Orange, too. I was like, <laughs> oh, like what are the odds this is the same not the same, but like a similar concept. That yeah, it's just... more akin to a race to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just like the whole time travel and yeah, change the just, past. Yeah, yeah, I just did not think that was gonna come up again. But um, no, I only watched two episodes. But um, yeah, for anybody that has missed it, uh, this kid is about to get hit by a train. Uh, he's like in his late teens, but he's about to get hit by a train. And before he does, he ends up traveling back in time to 2005 when he was in middle school and his hair was blonde. And, um, the only girl he's ever been with, she dies in the present day, which is 2017. And 
in 2005. He's trying to prevent that by uh, telling the girl's brother that they're both going to die on a certain day. And he's like, hey, little bro, do what you can to prevent it. Got to go. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm about to be back in the future at some undisclosed time. So just uh, good luck with that. And then he goes back to the present day and the brother lives, but the sister still dies. So then him and the, the brother are trying to figure out what they can do to uh, prevent that and use his time travel ability, like knowingly to solve that and uh, solve other crimes. Cause the little brother is also a, in the police force in the present day mm-hmm. with this timeline that he created. And, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, it's interesting in that way. I just had no idea that this was what Tokyo Avengers was at all. So. Yeah, I probably would have watched it sooner had I known it was going to be like this. If you... Mm-hmm. I mean, I know our tastes are similar but different. I think Tokyo Revengers, I'm like on Excuse episode me. five or six. I think that's going to be a little bit of a easier watch. Um, <clears throat> I think Bungo Stray's is zany and like what the hell every episode Mm -hmm. and then it starts to actually get really good like outside of it being weird and like i'm sure like the crazy stuff with like this brother and sister and like all that weird and the dude trying to kill himself like all that weird stuff it kind of dies down the more you get into it and there's like some really cool like uh tag team fights and stuff but it does kind of like taper off um Dude, I'm glad you mentioned that because, yeah, I'm not very far on Bungo, but the things they try to do to be quirky and fun are not quirky and fun. Like, the, the <laughs> like I mean, you put it perfectly, the dude is obsessed with suicide and, like, you could have characterized it in a way where he was just, like, reading about it or, like, looking up stuff about it, but trying to kill himself over <laughs> and over and just, like, laughing it off is just like, all right, this is not a cute character in any way <laughs> yeah because he he called the main character over like hey bro i need your help it's an emergency and in my head i'm like is he trying to kill himself like and he's just calling this dude because nobody else picked up and they're sick of his shit and that's exactly what it was like he's like i try to kill myself <laughs> in this barrel and it's not working could you get me out it's like all right this is this is not cute yeah and then they're like oh but wait there's more like, here's a brother and sister who are weirdly attracted to each other, or at least the sisters. I was like, this is not, this is not cool. Because, like, literally everything else in the show is interesting, and the art style is not bad. I'm like, why are you doing this? Because I think she was a, they set up, like, a fake uh, hostage situation where the sister was tied up, and there was a bomb about to explode, and the main character runs out of ideas and jumps on the bomb. Then uh, the brother and sister admit, like, oh, this is part of your initiation test whatever uh and the sister's like oh man being tied up was so fun hope we can pick this up where we left off at home to her brother i was like all right yeah i was like this is gross like well it gets worse like, before it what gets is better. that <laughs> i'm sure because i was only two episodes in but I, yeah I, I needed to nah that's not quirky and cute I don't, I don't know what this is i watched a decent amount of shows in my day anime and not this is just not quirky and cute. Like, what, what, what are you doing here um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I do like Bungo. And uh, actually, yesterday, for anybody who's like a fan uh, bigger than we are, I guess season four got confirmed like yesterday or two days ago. Uh, so for Bungo Strays, yeah, I guess they're back. So oh, they're okay, maybe back. I just gotta watch the sub then because <laughs> I was like, I thought that shit was okay, cool. 
Oh yeah, I picked that. Yeah, you could have told me it ended somewhere that we could. <laughs> nah, <laughs> there was a poster <laughs> and everything. I see somebody in some Bungo cosplay yesterday. I was like, this shit got a following like that? That's news to me. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Um, but I do like the idea of him being. Um, he transforms into a t- tiger and he don't know. And I like that maybe he'll learn how to control it and maybe use it when not uh, just like the it's a full moon. He can use it other times. I would like to mm-hmm. see to maybe talk about that. I would like to see the powers of the other people in their little detective agency. Um, yeah, I would say what Bungle does well, um, it's strong. And the couple moments that are like them trying to be cute are annoying but i definitely it's not enough to put me off the show for anybody that's like on the fence mm-hmm. uh i think they're presenting good ideas and the, the comedy is there outside of their them attempting to be quirky and cute and it's not working um none of, none of, none of the dude who's obsessed with suicide is like graphic if that no but like anybody, there was it's one just episode. awkward where they they're trying to be lighthearted about him being obsessed with killing himself and it's not cute but it's also not gross like he's not like he's only got like marks on his body and it's nothing crazy but um yeah it was one episode where he like put a new idea like i could kill myself this way i'm like wait you can like i didn't need to know that like don't give me no ideas bitch like what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah it's, it's weird in that way it's like i wish you weren't talking about this but at least it's not graphic i was like all right let's just mm. yeah uh, yeah, both but shows yeah, get a pass would... for me. I'm gonna keep watching both. Uh, I really did not think this was what Tokyo Avengers was. Like, it just... no, man, it gets a lot better. Like, honestly, if I wasn't tired, I probably could watch more episodes. Mm. Um, that's why I was like, I I feel like that would be the easier watch. Um, the main characters Loki reminded me of Yusuke in a way. Like, hmm. coming off of Yu Yu Hakusho, I'm getting some Yusuke vibes and the whole like inter what inter school like turf wars and stuff like that i'm like this seems like a more fleshed out thing that yusuke was going through just there's no demons like if there was no demons yusuke's life would have been more like this like he would have been just squabbling up more and there would have been more of this uh turf war stuff in Yu-Yu so Yu-Yu yeah you bring up something that i was really trying to and that's honestly why i stopped watching too um because i started trying to figure out this is like the second or third show. Well, you probably didn't get that far where they kind of have like slaves, like high schoolers have like slaves or like, mm-hmm. hey, I own you. You're indebted to me type shit. Mm-hmm. Did you get that far? Uh, I don't think so. You will remember it, it, it doesn't last long, but I'm like, is this a thing? Because like in Kakigiri, like, you know, the high schoolers would like be indebted to one another i can't think of what other show i've seen it but they kind of touch on that here too mm-hmm. and in kakagudi you can kind of dismiss it because it's like so wild or whatever but like these high school kids are just high school kids yeah this show is way more grounded it's not mm-hmm. yeah so i'm like okay why what is like this has to exist somewhere where like you fucked up you i basically own you now mm-hmm. um I'm sure it has a name. I can't find it. I did find some badass, like, street gangs from the 70s. The Sikiban? Mm. Sukiban? Have you heard of that? Mm, I don't think so. It's like, uh, 
it means like delinquent delinquent girls and that's the theme that comes up Ooh. and um in this show they call each other delinquents but yeah these girls was like riding around with like razors under their dresses and shit like it was an issue like there was a problem um but yeah i can't seem to find this like social servitude it's it's got to be a thing it's it's either hinted at or just directly placed in shows and yeah it's, it's there's more to it Mm-hmm. Might have to do a little, little <clears throat> deep dive, but uh, the Suki Bond sounds interesting too. Yeah, so um, I'll probably come back with more information on that. Um, it was just it was like two o'clock, and I'm like trying to do research, falling asleep. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you check out any more of the Vatican, Vatican Miracle Examiner? Uh, I don't think. Let me see. It might still you just be what on the notes from last on? week. Uh, huh? I'm saying it might just still be on the notes from last time, but yeah, I think it is. Cause okay. I got, yeah, I think the last thing I remember was like a murder. Yeah. Actually now I remember I tried to watch it one day and I didn't have time and I basically just picked up where I left off. So that gives me time um, to watch it a little bit too. Yeah. I think I'm on like episode five or six. Um, yeah. It sounds like my kind of show though, but, uh, mm-hmm. beyond that, I actually included a live action show in here just cause, uh, it is Japanese. It did come from a novel, and it has isekai. Hopefully, I'm no. Uh, sorry, it's not even isekai. It's um. I think it has more of a. Um, what's that genre we we discovered? Besides isekai, the besides getting dropped into a world, the um. Like the Orbish type thing, or the other one that uh, I don't like. Body horror. Ex Machina. Sorry. Ex Machina, I got it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like Ex Machina <laughs> or like maybe there is East Sky elements because I thought about it. Uh, anyway, the show I'm talking about is Alice in Borderlands for anybody that's seen it, not seen it, whatever, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it. Uh, I don't think it's a good follow up to Squid Game. I think I wish I had seen it first uh, just because there's things about it I don't like in comparison to Squid Game while it is a similar concept of like people getting dropped into this game world but this is way more anime like isekai style like dropped in because these kids were literally dropped into the world it's not like squid game where it's like they chose to go to an island yeah and they can die normally and there's no superpowers or whatever alice in borderland is like just some freaky wild unrealistic crazy shit going on. <laughs> like you can you can tell they're in a comic book world um Cause it starts off like minutes into the show, three best friends who I think are college age. They're like goofing around downtown Japan. They end up trying to hide from the cops for two seconds in like a bathroom stall. And when they get out the stall, like everybody in the city is gone. There's like nobody around. And then they end up uh, in this building and they have to grab cell phones. Like the tables, like everyone grab one phone and then, uh, they're like instantly starting this game and they have to figure out how to get out of this abandoned building. And there's only, the only option is to pick one of two doors. One door kills you, one doesn't. And they just keep doing that in a maze. And the main character like figures out based on the shape of the building and where the car outside the building was, where the exit might actually be based on where a fire escape would be and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Like he like just has this innate ability to, I was like, huh? And they just got thrust in there and just, so then as the show was going on, I was like, you know what? This 
this was a comic. They they literally just got thrust into this world. Like I'm not used to live action shows doing this. Like mm-hmm. this is definitely a novel at some point, whatever. But uh, yeah, there's like a ten season or ten episode season, and like some things get answered, some don't, and it ends with the you know. I don't know if I saw like the ending. I don't know if there's the ending that tells you or I saw somewhere later, but like season two on the way kind of thing. I was like, no, I'm good. Cause it doesn't, (laughs) but, uh, cause it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't answer enough questions to make me want to come back. Mm -hmm. Cause it does the whole thing of them realizing like, Oh, somebody's in charge of all this. Like, uh, they still don't know if they're like actually in the real world or if this is like an alternate reality. There's so many things they don't know still, but Mm -hmm. so many people have like actually died and they're not coming back. And like, because where in Squid Games, where there's a bunch of guns and stuff set up, and if you don't die, we're going to pull up on you and make sure you're dead kind of thing. Yeah. This game is like, they're in this upside down version of Japan, and if you lose a game or like, don't do whatever's in the confines of the world, like lasers will drop on you from the sky and make sure you're dead. Like, like they're tracking you no matter where you go, like there's just lasers coming out the sky and it's just very, very fantasy, but like the games are so random and not like regular games that it's just, there's something unsavory about it that just didn't mm. feel good. I was like, this might work better as an animated thing. I don't like yeah. this real people. Cause one game they played, uh, there was a, Oh, and the way the world works out is like you play the games to earn like time off basically. Like, if you win a game, let's say you get, like, three days off. Like, actual 24-hour, like, days, right? Mm-hmm. So, w- when your days run up, if you're not playing any games, you'll get lasered out of the from the sky and just be killed. Because you got to keep mm. playing games constantly. So, playing enough games, you live. And then there's, like, different styles of games. Some are, like, uh, if, if uh, let's say, like, a three of hearts is the game. The three is, like, a low-level game. The hearts is, like, a, a test of your you know your heart whatever and the games might be like you gotta like you know on squid game where there was like a oh let's get in groups of two oh you gotta play against the person you're playing against it's like yeah. that and then like the <laughs> the spades were the different like each card had a meaning and like the higher the card was the more difficult it was then there was this concept of um the beach mm-hmm. where this guy wanted to establish a community in this upside down world where they're all going to work together to collect all the cards. And if we collect all the playing cards, one of us is going to leave this upside down world and go to their natural world and then figure out how to get everybody to get out of here. And, uh, so like the show kind of centers around the beach society at a certain point, which was a good concept, but it's still like the beach society falls apart. Like hella people drop like flies. Like, then the main characters are still like on the hunt to figure out what the hell is going on. And the show kind of like ends after them playing a bunch of bullshit games. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't know. Like the game was <laughs> way more grounded. Like even though the ending might've been unsavory, like at least it was like grounded. Like yeah. there's a mystery. There's like rich people doing bullshit, but like Alice in Borderlands is like, it's way too anime, but like in an unsavory feel. I don't know. So any, I like, think that's, mm-hmm. I, was gonna say, I think that's the balance of bringing anime to live action because um, some of it just don't translate well 
It just like, you don't so... do a book like you do a movie. Yeah, and they even had a white. You know how there's always a white haired character who's just like too cool for school. Like they even mm-hmm. had that guy in there. He was just creeping behind like uh, posts, just like. Ooh, they don't know that I know what really is going on in here. I've known the whole time. And I'm going to just yeah. smirk behind this. Because there was literally <laughs> like three episodes where they were just, there was just a massacre. And anytime they show the white haired dude, he's just like, mm, look at them killing each other. I already know who the, the real culprit is. So I'm just going to stay in here and look creepy with my white wig. I'm like, <laughs> it don't. This is just really irritating. Like, there's this wouldn't happen if there was a hotel full of like, people just literally killing each other. Like, eight of them have the guns, and the rest of them are running for their lives. You would not be standing behind a wall, just like you know that yeah. that that gif of uh, I think it's Anthony Anderson like washing a window. He's just looking kind of like oh no, it's uh, <laughs> whoever. Uh, what's Sykes that? Adams? <laughs> yeah, like he's like just creeping, <laughs> like just. I'm like, no, this doesn't translate the same. And there was a scene where uh, a dude had like a long rifle and this other dude had like a modified like water gun and he, they ran at each other on a flaming roof and the dude like did a midair spin and like blinded the guy with the uh, actual gun with a flashlight or something. And he got off a shot with the fake squirt gun and then like it was a flamethrower. Or something. I was like, this doesn't translate in real life. You don't run up on somebody with a. Nah. Yeah. I was like, this just looks so strange. Then there was a. Uh, and they try to like make you care about characters like mid show. Like there's this girl who's trans. You don't know she's trans until her ba- her flashback episode. She's like also fighting for her life against this dude who's a samurai who was like once a shut in in his real life. So they would like have them fighting. He had a sword. She had nothing. They're like going hand to hand, which again doesn't look good with real people. Like somebody with a sword is gonna stab you, like in real life. If you have nothing, like she's in a bikini yeah. and high heels, and you're getting flashbacks about her, like once you know she was a boy, and like her dad's like, "Hey, get your ass out of here! Stop wearing makeup! <laughs> get out of my house!" And like you, just, she's not a main character. You're just now getting her backstory. Then like the dude with the sword. Like used to just live in his bedroom and not get fresh air and just was living on his laptop, but now he's like a trained swordsman and has his whole body covered in tats and they're like doing the backstories and doing the the fight at the same time and no it's, it rarely works well and she wins and she never had a weapon and they're fighting on glass and she had no shoes on I was just like all right this this is just like I feel for her and uh, yes, but this doesn't work with real people it just looks wild like she has no weapon he has a sword he lost it's Uh, funny you say that because i watched this movie yesterday called single white female mm. (laughs) and it's basically like this chick in new york needs a roommate you know crazy roommate movie but like the roommate had like all these weapons and like guns and stuff but the fight scenes were actually really good because they were like messy as shit like it wasn't like a Oh, I knocked it out your hand. It was like I'm like, wait, are they fighting for real? Like, mm-hmm. it just looked like real, pe- like a bar fight. Like it's just like chaos mm-hmm. and commotion and like the desperation. I feel like in when they do shows like this and like the person doesn't have a weapon, I don't feel like they make them desperate enough. No, no, no it's no, like they they're don't. just timing for this person who swung this sword his entire life to miss. <laughs> like I think that was. <laughs> I think that's what what that fight was only believable for is because like she was actually a trained fighter. 
He wasn't. He was a, uh, and I think this is another thing we should look up and try to research. Because um, these characters come up a lot in Japanese shows where, like, people who, like, don't get outside, like, hmm. at all, like, to the point where it's, like, an anxiety, like, a mental illness, damn near. Because mm-hmm. he, like, was grown. He's in mm-hmm. his 20s, but his room was, like, covered in, like, uh, like you know, hoarder-type rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, covered. But then when he got to the upside-down world is when he decided, let me be somebody else. Like, he shaved his head, had a tattoo artist cover him in tattoos, and, like, trained with the sword and stuff. I'm like, and they, they, uh, they called him a specific name, too. I'm like, this must be a phenomenon or that I'm not paying attention to. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in the U.S., we just, like, laugh at people that live on a computer or we think it's like a hobby but i feel mm-hmm. like in japanese shows they try to make a point to like nah it's not a hobby like this is like a this guy like don't like to be outside like can't socialize <laughs> at all like don't buy his own groceries like if he didn't have a family he'd probably starve to death like hmm. so i kind of want to see what that's all about but um no the show is not bad it's just like i think coming off squid game they didn't characterize the main character as well like, I feel like mm-hmm. Squid Game people interacted better and the acting was really, really good. But this just feels like an anime with real people. So, like, the characterization was kind of weak for me. And I didn't like any of the games just because they didn't feel like you had a... I don't want to say you had a chance, but, like, the structure of the games didn't make any sense. Like, they had, like, a hide-and-seek situation in this, like, four-story apartment. Mm-hmm. And each of the contestants had to find the safe room. And then they were playing, oh, they were playing tag, but the person who was tagging them was just a nigga with a gun. So somebody was just walking up and down the floors of the apartment, shooting them, and they had to find one building in a whole apartment complex that was safe. I'm like, the structure of this game don't make any sense, and it's just like, they're all, like, it just don't, I don't know. Is there a way to rationalize which room? No, it was just like, just one of these apartments, walk into it, you're going to be safe. And you got two minutes, and if you don't find it, the whole apartment's gonna explode, or this dude will shoot you. I'm like, wait, what? Like bro, that the is... structure of the there's no way to, <laughs> there's no way to prep for any of these games. They're just ridiculous. Like it's like this is like so irritating. Like at least Squid Games, you felt like there was a not strategy, but like a it seemed fair, maybe. Mm-hmm. But this was just so convoluted. And there was a, like a game on a bus where you had to like literally just like cross the finish line and you would win but on the bus i, I kind of caught on to it but like on the bus the f- their phone said uh the number zero it was like the distance to the finish line but they were on the bus and they're like oh let's just start running because they're like in a long tunnel and the number kept getting bigger and i'm like why would you want to be f- further from the goal but they ended up figuring out you're just supposed to fucking stay on the bus because you were at the goal because it said zero and i was just like <sighs> Because when they got to, like, the end of the tunnel, this thing exploded, and there was, like, a waterfall, and they had to run back, and then they... And there was a tiger in the tunnel. Just a, a real-life tiger. A big-ass t- I was like, <laughs> like, what? what is this game? Like, well, what is going on? Like, yeah, I was I was kind of sick. Sick about it, but... uh, Yeah, I just thought it was, like, it fit well into this. Like, somebody might be curious about that show mm. or whatever. It just It just fits well. And it was a book, so I'm like, maybe the book was paced better or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, those are my offerings for for this category. It's kind of what I watched. Uh, I started this other isekai, Konosuba, God's Blessing on Our Earth or something. It's very, very comedically centered. Like, it's it's 
I don't think it's serious. Uh, a friend suggested it to me. He said it's like the funniest anime he's seen. So I'm only one episode in. So as we go, I'll have more to say and see where it ranks as far as the funniest I've seen. So, yeah. But with that being said, let's uh, get into some games. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, any any new games for you? New? No. <laughs> I have, uh, before we get into the obvious, excuse me, Apex Chat, mm-hmm. I have played a little bit of uh, Psychonauts 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, you were the, talking about that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm finally getting out of the little intro area, starting to get into some of the levels. It's uh, it's definitely a PS2 game. It uh, I found myself, <laughs> I was in this little room and you had to jump on these platforms that were like really separate and you got to have good depth perception because it's an old, it's an old game. Like I kept jump, jumping and missing platforms just barely, but like it wasn't mm-hmm. a room where like the the bottom didn't have a floor. Thank God, because it feels one of those mm-hmm. places where if you miss a platform, you fall into like a ditch. I probably would have quit, but it was like a tunnel that had platforms in it. And I kept missing the platforms like, oh, boy, this is definitely a PS2 game. I got to. Yeah, I got to get adjusted here. But uh, no, nah, man, this game is really charming. Like the the comedy style is just perfect. There's like this dude who thinks he's an army general and you're finally getting into the the crux of the game of like these kids have psychic powers and you're like inside your professor's brain. And he set up like an obstacle course in his brain and um there's like these ghosts flying around, but you can like walk through them and they're collectibles, but they also make you stronger. And he's like, Oh, don't worry about those. Those are just a figment of my imagination. Uh, if you collect a hundred of them, you get stronger. I was like, that's tight. Like, uh, these, you know, figments of his imagination. And I know the game does a lot of that of like, uh, they take mental things and turn them into like monsters or collectibles or something to like, keep, keep in mind. (laughs) Uh, no pun intended, but, like, yeah, I want to see how that goes because I know they talk about like people with anxious minds and what anxiety might do to a character or a creature in there and like just things you're afraid of and that type of stuff so uh, I'm looking forward to tackling those things because I'm sure there's people that will like be under mind control and that sort of thing and you gotta like break them free and I have a I have smelling salts as an item, and I accidentally like, found it in the menu. And then your main character is like, "Oh, I don't need smelling salts just yet, because un- until I'm like in some mental space and I want to get out, I, w- I don't need these just yet." I was like, "Cause you know uh, the TikTok memes of like characters walking into a door and like I need to go grab my backpack yeah. first. <laughs> I need to go grab my back." So he was doing that whole thing of talking to me of like, "I don't need smelling salts yet. I don't need smelling salts yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not trapped in the." Uh, someone's mind game. I'm not trapped. So I was like, oh, okay. I don't need this just yet. But no, it's cute. It's fun. Uh, I'm gonna get used to maneuvering and keep progressing. Um, I'm glad I'm playing it. This is a game I wanted to get when I was, I don't know, ten. Whenever it actually came out, this is broke. So, ten uh, year old me, I'm sure is happy that I'm getting through this. And 
still very excited to get the Psychonauts 2 and play a much more updated version of this. And uh, whoever was on the writing team and stuff, they just really... This aged so well because this is very entertaining, especially as someone mm-hmm. that's older and not 10. And I'm catching more of the little jokes and just like that type of like Billy and Mandy humor and like shit that was funny back then, but it's funnier to us now. Now, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying that. Is this a uh, downloaded or stream game? Download. Okay, good. It was like $4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I know some of the older games you have to like stream. And I was actually doing some research on that and wondering like what it would take to make streaming games more of a viable option um outside of obviously how like high speed internet um nothing that i found yet but i i do think once we can get that to be an option i think just consoles and even like the metaverse and stuff is going to be more um easily accessible it's coming. Uh, Netflix's gaming thing dropped in the U.S. Like a couple of days ago, actually. Um, I think on mobile, you can start playing games, and there's no extra cost to your subscription, so you can just start playing whatever little games they got already. I think I'm going to check it out just to see what's... I think there's like a straight, like two Stranger Things games hmm. and something else right now. Are there uh, their offerings? I don't know if they're little puzzle games or what, but I know the U.S. finally got the drop, so... Netflix streaming is the only option, so let's see how how strong or how weak it is. Yeah. Uh, and then I know the Switch is getting more streaming games. Then Sony and Microsoft are going back and forth, but um, we'll see who actually gets it to be smooth first, because no one's definitely using <laughs> this as their main source of entertainment, but we shall see. Uh, you play anything interesting this week or want to get into Apex chat or whatever? Uh, not if I haven't played anything but Apex. Um, but I was doing more research on um, kind of like I was talking about the streaming games and the metaverse and stuff. And I do think I think we're probably about like ten years off, maybe, to everything coming together. Cause I see like Mark Zuckerberg is doing the metaverse, and I don't know if anybody doesn't get it, but it's basically like a persistent virtual world. And I, I see the marketing because everybody's been talking about the metaverse. So I feel like Mark Zuckerberg just took the opportunity to call his thing the metaverse. So people are like, oh, this is it. But I think it's really not it because it still has to talk to like PlayStation, Xbox, PC, Switches. Like it needs to be the Internet of it needs to be everything virtual tapped in. Right. Which Facebook could potentially do, but. Because they buy up everything, and buying up Oculus is like a good way to kind of like take a stronghold in it. Um, I don't think it'll be. We I feel like everyone's done like one foot in, one foot out of what this is supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. at some point on the PS3, there was a thing called PlayStation Home, mm-hmm. and you basically made a sim, and there was this world you could walk and talk in there and. Uh, my little brother used to love it. Like I was playing like my actual games on my PS3. He was on PlayStation Home. Like he made an avatar. <laughs> he just was walking around bullshitting. You could play games in that world, whatever, whatever. So like it was, it was just early. Like I think they killed it maybe last year, two years ago. They like finally pulled the plug on anything PlayStation Home related. And I was laughing with him. Oh, your, your thing is gone, man. Sorry. <laughs> but um, he used to love it. And then Xbox and their Connect. 
You mm-hmm. made Avatar. You was moving. Uh, all these Oculus, all this stuff. Like it's like everyone's like doing it at different times and in different ways. And then you've got uh, just even just in gaming, like the back and forth of like the mobile consoles, like uh, the PS Vita, the mm-hmm. DS, like connecting to your home console, connecting to your like. It's like everyone's going back and forth, and it's not happening smoothly, but. I think if they like dust off PlayStation Home ten years from now when this is all smoother, and your PlayStation Home can like s- slide to the metaverse, and then you can slide back to PlayStation Home, and then like currently, if I'm playing Apex, I I can literally stream with the push of a button right now, right? So like, at some point that push of a button is not only going to be streaming to Twitch, but your metaverse community is going to be watching you too, or like yeah tag in and play with you with a handshake in the like it's 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 right there it's coming yeah so i i've just been researching that and funny enough soon as we got done recording last week i seen i think i sent it to you the Mm -hmm. nft clothes (laughs) like Mm -hmm. the the designers and stuff and it actually the video representation of the augmented reality actually looked pretty good like the way it's stitched on the clothes i'm like are we here already? Like, is that how far we are? Oh. It's not a bad starting point at all. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited for it. I hate that I'm probably going to be like 35, 40 when it like gets up and kicking. I won't get none of the memes or jokes. But I think I knew it was real also when the 3DS came out and they had um, these AR cards. Mm-hmm. Like you could like put a card down and like look through the 3ds and you'd see like a I don't know like a Pokemon on your desk whatever running around yeah and all yeah that. Uh, that's what I knew so I'm like man if we about to be in the virtual space battling absolutely because <laughs> then you look at like the AR technology uh, VR technology and then like a game like Pokemon Go like we're we're literally right there right there <laughs> you know what I'm saying but um uh, but. Yeah, didn't think about a game like Apex because this new map is, I think, the Apex that I've wanted. I haven't been playing long, but like, this is the the map I wanted, honestly. Dude, uh, yeah. So Apex season eleven. Uh, this new map, a lot of verticality, and I like that because uh, I don't even necessarily play characters that are mobile, but I like because there was a I was playing uh, with another friend of the show, but. Uh, there was a moment where we were playing duos. We took out one of the people on the team, and they had a, uh, a Valkyrie. And the Valkyrie literally, like, flew into a tree, and we could not see her. And we could hear <laughs> her, like, healing, like, getting her shield battery mm-hmm. off. We're like, she's in this tree. If we throw a grenade, it falls off. I can't see her. There's just enough tree for her to hide. We just got to let her do her thing. <laughs> like, I cannot yeah. see her. Uh, there's that. Like, uh, I don't know. I think map design is really cool. Like, there's, like, mountainous areas that some you can get on, some you can't. They're too tall. There's really low valleys. There's, like, a Jurassic Park-style enclosure with Mm -hmm. those monsters, the prowlers in there. There's uh, spider eggs in the caves of, uh, in the walls of caves. And if you shoot them, the spiders will come out. Like I didn't see the spiders yet. Oh, yeah. There's, like, these orange egg sacks. And if you get too close, the spiders will jump out and attack you and all that i'm like man they're mixing in like some real like explorer elements but then also just like uh it's showing like the technology being established like there's little bases and you can walk through these camps and i'm like this is really cool map design like it's there's actually contrast like my complaint with call of duty those maps like 
everything is brown, gray, and green. Everything. Mm-hmm. You, your gun, the floor, the sky. <laughs> there's like three colors. There's no contrast. So like by the time you bump into an enemy, you can barely tell the difference between an enemy and a car. Like because everything is brown, gray, and green. But so this, Apex, that... there's like blues, whites, reds. Like you can see, there's contrast. You can see something. So that's one water. thing that uh, mm-hmm. I think in this map, because I've always seen him like, like Bloodhound. I'm like, he's got like this camouflage thing, but he don't really camouflage. Motherfuckers is camouflaging right now into the terrain. Um, I got lit up. But I'm like, wait, who the fuck is that? Like, I seen him and then I couldn't see him. And I'm like shooting. <laughs> and they're like buying these skins that kind of match the grass and stuff. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is because I'm already unfamiliar with the map. You know, I'm thinking this is a cool place to shoot. I started shooting, and now Prowlers is attacking. Um, but yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to get my skin game up uh, for this one. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, as Caustic, you know, they took the shit off of him. I feel like, because I've been, I've been playing with um the electricity chick. Can't think of her name. Watson. Watson. I was just getting good with her. But now on these new maps, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to put her back in a tuck. Because... <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah, I'm just not. They, they buffed her this season, though. She's strong. Oh, they did? Mm hmm. Yeah, I haven't uh, her, played her at all. Her ultimate heals your shields faster, and then something else is different. They mm-hmm. they want people to use her more, so they gave her a little kick. Cool. Mm hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see some of the plays that get made. You know, people incorporating the prowlers, that, you know, mega jump you get from the, like, it's like an energy cannon that shoots you halfway across the map. I like the gravity cannon. It's cool. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> I enjoy it. And then uh, one of my friends taught me a way to, like, not get stuck when you land on the other side. Mm. Like, I guess if you pull back on the analog stick um, and you start your ascent on, like, the gray part of it, like, don't stand in the middle of the cannon. Stand mm-hmm. on the silver part and then pull back. Your character won't, like, make that yeah. drastic, like halt when they get to the end they actually will be able to move a little bit and so you don't get like shot immediately when you land and i was like oh that's helpful so it's yeah. just little stuff like that little timing things that you know the, the really really good players are already starting to figure out how to avoid certain things or abuse certain things and yeah because it's not like the um jump what is it the, the jump, jump towers point? jump towers where, like you're not mobile like you can pull a gun out you can throw grenades like you're fully accessible. So I'm like, I wonder if like, um, like Octane can throw a jump pad as soon as he lands and like, you know, like (laughs) doing crazy shit, you know? Um, I I just think this is going to make for like some really cool highlights, some fun ass games. Once I get familiar with the map and, uh, I haven't used the new gun that much yet. Um, I like as soon as I, huh? I like it. I like it. Oh yeah. Yeah, as soon as I picked it up, I was getting blasted away. Um, but yeah, um, it's so trippy. I've never played a game where a gun takes two different types of ammo. I don't think like that is the trippiest thing I've ever. Because like you could put light ammo in it, have a heavy clip, and then still reload the heavy clip with light ammo, or then like get a light clip that's bigger with heavy ammo. I'm like, this is the weirdest. <laughs> like, I know last season there was a gun that you could literally put a grenade in it to make it shoot faster, which is also crazy. But two types of ammo and then two types of uh, magazines. I'm like, this is the strangest thing ever. But this gun shoots so nice. Um, mm. 
and I think somebody on YouTube was in the weeds of it, and it does like two more damage than the R99, and it's the same type of gun, but also takes two types of bullets, so it's better than the 99 in that sense. Hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna start using it. The skins are really whack though. Like they have a gun that has, they have the version that has a wood grain on it. It looks ugly. Mm. I was like, this is this is a waste. But the car, it, it's a fire gun. It's, it's too smooth for me. I still miss the um. What was that we used to use? Get up to like fifty bullets. Um. It was a heavy gun. They just put it up this past season. Oh, the Spitfire. Spitfire. That was my shit, man. It uh, it's coming in the care package more frequently. I've noticed, like the okay. early care package. I've noticed it's it's coming down, but I do miss when it was just on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but my floor gun that I really miss is the alternator, and that yeah, I think it's gone, gone. I haven't seen an alternator in a minute. Hmm. I liked it when I first started playing, but now that I'm like picking up guns, like last season, I don't think I ever picked. Like the moment I could get rid of one, I got I did. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Did you have any other Apex talk you wanted to get to? I just, I want to, um, I think I do want a long day, like a, a good two, three hour run with this map. Cause, um, I need to get familiar with it so I can start enjoying it. Dang, two, three hours, my usual day. If I ever oh. <laughs> my last long day was, uh, I think I put in an eight hour session early after i got injured um yeah if i have another eight hour day i'm gonna know that i'm gonna know this map for sure <laughs> but yeah that's the thing i've noticed it is like I, I gotta i remember i was playing with a random and i had my uh i think i was yeah it was just friday it was me a friend and then we had to pick up a random because we didn't have anybody else and i had somebody asleep by me where my games are set up so I was trying to be quiet, and then it's, you've got this random. I pick a jump spot because I'm like, new map? Mm-hmm. You know, I got to figure out the map. Yeah. I've, never, all right, I've never been here. He's like, as soon as I hit the uh, where we're going, he's like, ah, you guys freaking stink. This is the worst <laughs> spot on the map. I'm like, it's day three. It's only the third day here. I, like, <laughs> like, how long have you been playing this game? <laughs> every, every spot is as good as any. I, I don't know anywhere. I just got, like, well, what is that? Like, and we didn't even land it. I'm like, bro, we are alive. Like, we're in the air. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so he's just going on this, just huffing and puffing rant. And I'm, I can't talk because I'm just trying to be. <laughs> I already told my friend, like, minimal comms. Somebody sleep behind me, you know. I don't know if I'm beyond long, whatever. So I'm just like, okay. And then we land, and I'm like, I just had to whisper. I was like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> like I love, I love, I love talking down to angry gamers because it's just like, why are we like, this doesn't matter. We're not getting money. Like it's okay. Uh, so we grab guns. We get in a very early fight. Like it was a lot of people there. He's like, oh, there's 32 people here. Oh my god. I'm like, it's okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> so we, we get in an early fight. We win. We get more loot. Uh, we get into a second fight. We don't win. We're done. He's like, oh, you guys are the worst. Freaking. I was like true and then i just got off i was just like <laughs> i don't like what, what do you want from me like just calm down man not not uh not every day is yours you know yeah but, i haven't experienced yeah. a lot of um angry people but oh i have i hate playing with random it's always <laughs> it's always something mm-hmm. it's always something I, I could go on for days but uh yeah i think those are my offerings for the week man um 
been enjoying that. And I think next week we can talk more. I've got a lot of movies in the tuck. A lot, a lot of Marvel movies in the tuck and some thoughts on the uh, Uncharted movie uh, trailer. So, Yeah, shoot them my way because, you know, I got Disney Plus now. So, Yeah, I think I've literally seen what, Eternals, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Ready Player One. All of the Loki season one on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm all I'm all marveled up. So whenever you uh, get a few things watched, we can go back and forth on those. All right, bet. Yeah, man. Thank y'all for listening. As always, um, we'll be back every other week. And uh, yeah, share the blurs. Love, appreciate y'all. Peace.